before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman, and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. Today, I've got Coach Andrew Flegel with me. Coach Flegel is currently entering his second season as, a, as an assistant coach for the Wisconsin Lutheran College Warriors. Uh, prior to that, he coached a couple of years of high school football at Oak Creek High School and Brown Deer High School. Coach Flegel was a first-team all-NACC selection at linebacker for the Warriors um, and was a former letter winner at Wisconsin Lutheran High School. Coach, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Tony? I'm, I'm doing really good, doing good. Uh, thanks for coming on and talking with me. Uh, you know, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's always fun to, to kind of talk to, to coaches out there, especially ones that I get to, I get to see in person come, come season time. So uh, it's always yep. fun. Can't reveal too many secrets. Though. No, absolutely not. No. Um, so, you know, you're, uh, you're a defensive coach, but, you know, the, the questions that I ask, um, all of my coaches are going to be the same. So talk to me a little bit about some of the, the teams you've been a part of and, and how the offensive line played, uh, played a part in the success of those teams. Sure. So, um, you know, looking at us last year, looking at uh, WLC in specific, um, we, had, we had a really um, seasoned offensive line. We had a lot of, a lot of older, older dudes, a lot of seniors on the line. Um, and, you know, they had been working together for years and years, and that was one of our – um, strength areas I thought was were guys that just had instincts to do things well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just some stuff you can't teach. Where you know, as much as uh, um, you joke about the you know the the hogs or fat boys up front or whatever, they um, they were pretty athletic for um, for their size and whatnot. Right. So that was pretty pretty great to see. Um, and that's something that I think has been pretty constant from my experience at WLC, um, even when I was when I was playing too we always had offensive linemen that, that could move. Right. Um, and, and that's any, any time that I've seen some, anytime I've seen or been a part of a team with a good old line, that's been the biggest thing. Um, the size isn't as important as the feet moving and getting, you know, being able to, if you're trying to reach a guy, making sure you can get there. Right. Um, or if you're trying to get up to the next level, making sure you can go pick that guy off and take a good angle. So instincts and athleticism have been the, resounding themes for the great the great old linemen I've seen at WLC Oak Creek a few at Brown Deer when I was there so um it's uh I'd say those are the main emphasis points from what I've seen right along the way I mean you know you know obviously as us as offensive line coaches and you as a defensive line coach we we'd like to get the guys that have those great feet and those great athletic abilities along with the size but you know unfortunately when 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 you start looking for both of those at the same time that's that's when they start to sort of you know, that's when they're getting their college paid for right. a hundred percent of the way. So it's, it's yeah, a little, absolutely. yeah, it's a little, you know, we, we find them sometimes, but they're not, they're not very, um, not, not as often as we like. Right. And I'll say, I mean, coming from a defensive standpoint, being a, um, you know, getting, getting mauled by a smaller guy at linebacker, getting up to the next level, or when I would, I would roll down and play DN sometimes mm-hmm. getting mauled by a smaller guy is so much worse than you know i mean i could play i could do footwork around a a bigger guy but having a smaller guy just get in and get right in that right under the shoulder pads was like the worst thing in the world right 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first question I've got for you, and it's, again, kind of something that I talk to a lot of guys about, but um, you, you coached um, high school ball for a couple of years and then ended up going back to uh, WLC to coach. Uh, you know, kind of a two-part question. Talk to me a little bit about how that transition from high school to college went. And talk to me a bit about how it is coaching at your alma mater, too. You know, it's, it's always, again, that's something I'm always curious about uh, for, for guys that get to coach, you know, where they went to school and for their head coach. So, so talk to me a little bit about those two things. So I'll say that, I mean, the biggest thing is recruiting, right? Right. Uh, the biggest change. And that's a, that's a whole new world that, uh, you know, it's a whole new world that you don't necessarily know anything about going into it. Um, other than if you played NCAA football or something like that. Um, <laughs> right. You know, it's not so, that easy as that one. Right. Not quite. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, my, I've been blessed to kind of see a process. So my dad actually is uh, the head softball coach at uh, WLC. Oh, okay. And so he's been you know, recruiting year after year. And um, I helped him with sending out letters and everything like that. And just seeing the passion and the drive that he had and how meticulous things were too. Like it had to be done every single week things had to be done this exact way. So like I I've learned a lot from him. Um, and then just being able to watch our coaches do our, do their thing too. Um, and how passionate they are about um, getting guys in the door has been a big help. So I guess going back to the question recruiting, yeah, that's the biggest change. But then the other thing is um, just the athletic level. So you see um, guys at the high school level, some kids are just out there to hang out with their buddies. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it comes down to it, there's nothing wrong with that. They're out there and they're part of the team as long as they're doing things the right way. Like, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. you're participating in something. But right. when you're in college, especially at the D3 level, you're, I, you're, you're paying at times to just go play football for four more years, right? You know, right. you're getting a great degree out of it, and that's something that's going to help you in your future. But you could have chose to go to a state school or stay close to home. Um, for some guys that are looking from out of state but you know they chose to pay money to go play football and so you see that passion from guys that you know this is what I'm here for and I'm I care about what I'm doing here so um, you see more of that which I think is really cool like you don't have to you don't have to motivate kids as much as you would at the high school level like it's now more okay we're teaching the game and we're learning from the game and you can get more input from those kids too because they they're at a higher level than the high school aspect, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. That's, um, that's something that I think a lot of people don't actually ever think about when they talk about trying to get into, get into college coaching or get out, you know, get into coaching period is that, you know, it's, it's, it's different motivations at every level to, to get guys to uh, not necessarily do what you want, but just to stay, stay the the path or stay the course if you want to call it that right yeah and uh and then you know second part of that talk to me kind of about how it's been coaching at your alma mater you know i i know uh you know you you played four years of football Mm -hmm. there and 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 were a a, an all-conference performer how has it been going back um and and coaching and and now truthfully again kind of a a, a bonus part to that question how has it been with the, the 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 head coaching change Man, this has been, uh, it's been, I'll start with the, just coming back. Like it's been really cool. So I actually, I was the, the way my route getting back wasn't, uh, is kind of interesting. So I was, um, coaching at Oak Creek high school and Mm then, um, I ended up getting a new job at a, at an area, a school about 10 minutes on the road. 
And I was at this event with uh, our former head coach, Coach Miller, um, who just retired. And he, um, he, he talked to me. He's like, yeah, we want to we bring you over here since you're going to be up here. And I talked with our defensive coordinator a few times running into him because I was going and playing basketball there in the mornings. And it's just kind of crazy how, you know, things kind of happen in certain ways. You know, God puts you in different spots. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, and it gave me an opportunity to come back and, you know, serve the place that I, I think did a lot for me. Um, and being there with a few other alumni too, like our, um, our defensive backs coaches, Trey Cochran, um, he, he played at WLC, Brooke Smith, our safeties coach. He went to W, he graduated from WLC. Um, and then uh, we have Matt Zeitler on the other side of the ball. Um, he was doing some, right. Actually he's our D line coach now. So he was with mm-hmm. tight ends before moved over. Um, great guy there. And there's been a few other guys that have come in and out. We actually have, um, and then coach Tresky, our, our new head coach, like the, you know, the, the big chiefs, he's a, he's a former alumni or he's an alumni too, former right. wide receiver for us. And um, he even coached, he was our strength and conditioning coach when I was there. So like, I can't be more excited to be playing for a guy like him because without him, when I was playing, we wouldn't have been anywhere close to where we were as a team. And I would have never been, you know, you mentioned the all conference stuff. I don't think I would have ever done that without the kind of tutelage that he gave us through the strength and conditioning end of things. Like he's, right. he's phenomenal. Right. That's awesome. Has he still, is he picking up kind of that mantle again coming back or is he letting, letting you guys sort of handle that? So he's, I mean, you don't see many head coaches that are, are down in the weight room with the guys at 6 a.m., right? Right. Like just like every every day down there. Um, and obviously not now with uh, um, us not being able to be there, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But he was there every single day, um, 6 a.m., working with the guys and everything like that. And that's, not, that's, that's, how you, that's how you promote your culture and promote your brand and get guys to buy in. And I respect that. And learning, right. learning a lot from him in that regard, too. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, last question I've got for you before we kind of finish up, uh, without giving too much away, cause I know, I know, you know, <laughs> like people, people don't know we're opponents, um, as a defensive line coach though, what, what is something that you sort of keep your focus on while scouting the offensive line? You know, you're obviously, as you go through the season, you have 10 opponents, you've got 10 different offensive lines to look at. What's something that you're trying to find as you, as you scout each of those 10 opponents? Yeah, I, and that was – I think you, you actually brought this up in the, the football chat this past week too, and that was interesting seeing all the mm-hmm. comments from the other side looking at the D, the D line and things like, what do you look at the D line? But I think it's pretty similar. You're looking at dudes, right? Right. They, like, first, first and foremost, you're taking a look at, okay, um, what does this guy look like? You know, does he got – you know, just looking at him for face value, what does this guy look like? Then, all, then you go into the film and you're watching – you know, this guy's got good feet, gets up to the next level. Me being a, you know, going back to backers, that's who I got to figure out, okay, is this tackle going to be able to come down hard? Um, if we see a pull, we got to make sure we're getting over the top or are we going to be able to, you know, what are we going to do to handle that? Um, and then looking at, you know, looking at it from a D-line D standpoint, um, that kind of, it's, it's going to help you, like awareness, how they pass, how they pass guys off in pass rush. Mm-hmm. How are we going to figure out what, what gaps are we going to exploit? What are we going to, um, you know, are we going to send guys more at this guy? You know, wh- where's their weak link in the offensive line? So I'd say the biggest things I truly focus on, though, are um, 
is explosion off the ball. Like, are they able to get off the ball and get into you right away? Like, are we going to, are we going to need to, um, are we, we need to always get off the ball quick, obviously, but are we going to need to make sure that uh, we put in a little extra effort against this, uh, this guy that's standing in front of us? And then what are some of his tendencies? Does he lean? Does he sit back a little bit? What can we see on film that might give us a little tip on how he's going to fire off the ball? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's, I mean, essentially the, the same thing we're looking at as offensive line coaches, mm-hmm. just from, you know, the other end of things, just like you guys are looking at it, the other end of things for you. So it's, it's, it's funny how we're kind of, when you get down to it, it's, it's pretty much the same type right. of, of scouting report from, from both, both offense and defensive lines. Definitely. Right. Well, coach, last thing I've got for you, and, and this again might be a tough one for you. Um, if you could put together a, a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen from guys you played with or have coached or have, have just become a fan of over the years, who would be on that five-man offensive line? All right. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll go, I'll go all over the board. I'd say the first one is Matt Zeitler. Um, Matt Zeitler, he's our, he's our D-line coach now, but um, I played with him in high school mm-hmm. and, in, and in college, and no one gave me more fits than him I hated hated <laughs> hated when you climb to the next level and hit me yeah like there's nothing I dislike more so I go Matt Zeitler um we're going NFL um Jonathan Ogden is a guy that I always really liked um so I'd throw him in there in the mm-hmm. mix just a giant mountain of a man um hmm. let's go Let's go with uh, – I'm going to go with one of my other teammates again. So, I know this is uh, obscure a little bit, but my buddy Zach Levesque, I told him I was going to be on here. So, I figured <laughs> I him out. So, okay. he's, he's my center. Um, then, looking at guys that you – know, I'm, a, I'm a Packer fan. So, um, kind of looking there, I really like David Bakhtiari. Fun guy. Mm-hmm. Also, pretty effective um, out there on the field. And then, rounding it out. Um, I know this isn't position wise isn't working out, but I'm going to go Joe Thomas too. He's just okay. a, you know, Wisconsin guy. Um, he, you know, grew up in my, grew up in the area I'm from too. He's, uh, um, and just pretty funny with his, uh, podcast and everything. Yeah. And I I'll, I'm going to do an honorable mention too, though. So Kevin Zeitler, but, uh, figured I'd pick one Zeitler for this, uh, for this <laughs> offensive line, but yeah, from the same high school and, um, good friends with his brothers so okay very good I can I can respect those those are those are some good choices right there I like it um so coach do me a favor before we get you out of here uh drop your twitter handle um and any other information you want the guys to know sure um my twitter handle is at coach flagel wlc so it's uh flagel spelled f-l-e-g-e-l no underscores or anything like that all one word um other than that that's what we got so Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. For sure. Thanks for coming on. Uh, You know, stay healthy, stay safe, and and looking forward to seeing you guys in September. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you like and subscribe, and you can find previous episodes on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. 